Now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Brad, and we pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy given the current pandemic situation. This is episode 567, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started... We'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation. And due to the pandemic, Disney has been currently allowing cancellation of trip reservations within 24 hours of the trip instead of their standard 30 days. So that's a really great option. And we're encouraging everybody to just consider going ahead and making that reservation because you can always cancel it. Give us a call today for a free quote. So in last Friday's show, we talked about how humans, we can sometimes really go too far and end up ruining the Disney magic. You know, Disney goes to great lengths to try to create a, an environment where you can have a good experience. Well, we used a few incidents in that show last week where we demonstrated that people sometimes just get it wrong and they are the ones that ruin the magic, not really Disney. But for today's show, I wanted to do the opposite of that, which is to talk about some examples of when the Disney magic has really flowed in a big way. And so last week's stories, they mostly had an unhappily ever after ending, but the ones we're going to talk about today have an overwhelming happily ever after ending. And this should make my wife very happy because she loves those happy endings in general, whether it be a Disney happily ever after or a Hallmark movie where the guy gets with the girl, which you knew they were going to in the beginning anyway. Uh, she loves all that. So, Vic, I'll go ahead and let you get us started. This episode should be right up your alley today. Yeah, probably so, because I am the glass half full. Yes, you are. So the title of this story is called Gift from Mickey. And this story was shared on Instagram, and it refers to a mom that has been dealing with a severe ADHD child. Now, I want to, before I tell any more about the story, talk about how I understand how it is to be this mom and to get frustrated with your child. When Joey was diagnosed, it was... ADD, but they don't separate it out anymore. It's so everybody's considered ADHD. They all fall under that realm, but they can get very exhausting, especially if your child goes on medication. And when that medication wears off, sometimes it can have an adverse effect. Uh, for some people, the child goes, you know, crazy like they've just eaten a ton of sugar. Or in our case, our son thinks that he's Jim Carrey on steroids and he's always funny. Everything he says is funny we don't necessarily agree. I'm going to continue with the story now so that that this gives you a little backstory of me. So she describes herself as being very exhausted and extremely challenged at times while she's at the happiest place on earth, which is true really of any mom that's taking their kids. But regardless, it can get overwhelming. Anybody who's been to Disney knows that. So her family had a few bumps during their trip, but one special cast member that was named Maddie made their day extra magical. On a day that they were at a park, the family entered a shop and a cast member, Maddie, handed the mom's son, Jay, 
a lightsaber and invited him to have a duel with her. So she played along so well that she even laid down on the floor after losing the lightsaber battle to him. After that, she surprised the family and gifted Jay with a lightsaber of his choice, saying that it was a gift from Mickey. Now, as a mom, I don't ever think that I got to that extent out in places because Joey's was really more attention than the other way around. But I do have nieces and nephews that suffer from the same diagnosis and it is a little tiring. It can be a little wearing on you. And as an educator, if you don't know that, an outsider might look at you differently. So I was happy to see this story because we have to have a little grace. We've talked about that a lot lately, especially in this pandemic. There's been a lot of anger going on because people are tired of being in their houses or they're tired of wearing a mask or they're just tired, whatever, in general. And so if you ever come upon this at Disney World, don't always assume that when a child is acting out, it is because the parent is not giving them their way and they're used to getting their way or anything like that. I'm not saying that's never the case either, but there are situations where parents have kids that have special issues that have to be dealt with. So I just hope that hearing this article and realizing what this girl Maddie did for this family, she may never know the extremity of it. She, um, I was wondering when I was reading this, Brad, if maybe she was in the Disney College program, she could have possibly been somebody going into education who might have been able to spot that and understand that this child needed a little extra love or attention and that the mom had just was exhausted from the whole situation. She might've been able to tell that from their face or even she could have had somebody in her family. So I just love that Disney trains their cast members so well that they look for these things and try to find the good in everybody and to try to make this the experience magical for everybody that they can. Yeah, and I'm sure this mom just breathed a kind of a sigh of relief, even during the lightsaber duel. You know, just a break where he was entertained by someone other than her having to entertain him, probably. Right, so thank you to Maddie. I don't know if she even listens to the show or if she'll hear it, but maybe somebody she knows does. And I just wish there were more Maddies in the world. We need to all be more like Maddie, have a little grace and realize that not everybody lives in the same kind of situation. So that was a really cool, magical experience. Yep, that was a good good starter to get us going today. And now this next one is titled Balloon Rescuer. And this story was shared through Instagram. And it's about a girl who caught one of the balloons that a cast member was holding. Uh, you know how you see those big bunches of balloons that cast members sometimes hold and they sell them. Well, one of them got loose and it was about to fly away. So the girl caught the balloon and she took that back to the cast member and explained what happened. And so the girl was trying to give it back to the cast member. But the cast member said, well, that just means it's yours now. So that girl had always wanted a balloon. And these are one of those that lights up, I think, and has maybe a thing inside the balloon. It was kind of cool. But she just couldn't justify spending $20 on it, even if it did have Mickey on it. So what she said she learned was a great lesson in honesty uh, because she ended up getting an exciting reward for doing the right thing. And so in her own words, being honest can sometimes mean losing something you want, but that's always a better option than taking something without permission or not saying anything. If you're nice to the cast members, generally they're going to flip or give you some magic. That's what we've seen. And that's kind of what happened here. 
I thought that was really cool that her honesty was rewarded with a prize. Right. And that won't always happen, but it should make you feel better to know that you're doing the right thing rather than taking from somebody because that balloon could have been another child's. I realize it was a cast member, but imagine if uh, somebody found another kid's and saved it and gave it back to the child. They were making that child's day because, you know, we, we all know those balloons cost $20. Just do the right thing is what we're trying to say because you just never know when someone's going to notice. And in this situation, the girl made out better for it and got to have this balloon that she had always wanted before. So I love those balloons too. I just, you hate balloons so much just because you're afraid they're going to pop. So I don't think that I ever even thought to get one. I do not like balloons. Although I did love the story. It's not about the balloon. It's about doing the right thing. Yes, this was all about the right thing. So this next one is called Slinky Finds His Way Home. So this guest, her name was Kelly, and her family went on her son's favorite ride on the last night in the park, and that was Buzz Lightyear, which means they were at the Magic Kingdom. And so after riding it, her son got to pick out a souvenir of his choice for being a good listener all day. And I love that just in itself, because he didn't get it just for being good in that ride. He got it for being all for being good all day. So he chose Slinky Dog to match with his Buzz and his Woody that he had gotten from Santa. Slinky accompanied the family to the boardwalk the next day, but unfortunately, they accidentally left him on a bench. I'm not sure how. The family did not realize this until they were already an hour into their drive back home from Disney World. So Kelly tried to buy him another Slinky, but saw that they were only available in the store. She even made a bunch of calls to Disney, and Disney told her that there just was no way to make that happen. She told her son that just like when Buzz and Woody lost Andy, Slinky would have to find his way home. So after the family arrived home, she received a call from the boardwalk that Slinky had been found. They offered her free shipping and said Mickey was taking care of it. So when the package arrived at their house, there was extra magic inside the box. And enclosed was a note which said the following. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed, you just remember what your old pal said? Boy, you got a friend in me. And the message read... It seems like Slinky wasn't ready for his trip to the boardwalk resort to end. We found him and some old friends playing around the resort, and we hope you don't mind, but they wanted to join Slinky on his journey home. Sincerely, the boardwalk resort merchandise team. Slinky had been returning his package, and he had brought some friends with him as well. The package also contained Woody as well as a container of green soldier men. There were also photos which showed Slinky exploring the boardwalk with his new friends. So, what a cool gift so this boy's sadness was overturned by not only receiving back the slinky that he wanted so badly but two extra gifts besides along with photos of his adventures in there which reminds me a lot of that book our kids read when they were in elementary school brad flat stanley yes flat stanley goes to visit somebody because you mail him to somebody and then he comes back and talk and has pictures of his adventures um, I can't remember who Joey's visited, but I know that Flat Stanley visited your mom and dad in Georgia and got to ride a tractor or a lawnmower. He got to go to the grocery store. He did a lot of fun adventures. And so this story reminded me of that. He got to see some ceremonial robes. Yes, he did. So um, this is not the first story that I've heard about this, Brad. There was a story about a little boy who lost a special water bottle to him. Whoever the cast member was that found it, took pictures of it at here's your water bottle at tower of terror here's your water bottle writing um slinky dog dash here's your you know and it was really cool it came with pictures 
And then there was another story about a little boy that just had had a bear since he was born and he had brought it with him. And the guy took him all over the park and took pictures with him, with the characters this is when meet and greets were still in. And he got to have photos with like Mickey and Minnie and just different characters, Chippendale and stuff like that. And then they sent it back to the little boy and said that the bear just wasn't ready to go home to kind of like what they did in this, this picture with Slinky. So I just think it's amazing what these cast members think of doing to make something magical for a child. Yeah. And it's those things, you know, they do not have to do that absolutely do not have to but they want to because they know that makes a connection with people right all right next story up is titled surprise visit so this story again was shared on instagram and this was a woman her husband and her daughters they were supposed to meet up with her brother and his girlfriend at the front gate entrance to the magic kingdom they actually happened to see them before they scanned their bands so they ran up to them and her brother was excited and said, let's take a picture in front of the monorail sign. And so she thought that was a little weird because she and her brother had basically grown up at Disney. But he said, oh, I just want a picture so that we could text it to mom and dad. And as they were taking the picture, she felt a tap on her shoulder. And she thought somebody was offering to take a picture. Uh, a lot of people do that at Disney. They'll offer to take your picture. But when she turned around, she saw her mom and her dad so they were actually there. So they screamed, everybody was screaming, they were so excited. And she just describes the moment as magic. And so they had not all been at the parks together for 17 years. And so they spent that amazing week there at the parks together. And her kids got to go to Disney with her grandparents, which was extra special. And her dad had just gotten out of the hospital four days before that. So this is an example of not necessarily Disney providing the magic, but maybe Disney providing this setting for this family to have some magic of their own, which it sounds like her brother coordinated and got all got that all together and set up. Super cool. I mean, especially if they hadn't been there together in 17 years, and I'm sure it was amazing for the grandkids. It doesn't say that if it was the grandkids' first time being at Disney either, because that would have made it even more magical to know that their first time they got to go with grandma and grandpa, as well as their mom and dad. Yeah, I like that. And I'm sure there's many stories like, I mean, what you just hear of all these parents trying to surprise their kids with magical trips. I would love to say that I could do that. We tried one time to surprise our kids and it wasn't a Disney trip. It was a trip to New York. And I keep, I feel like it lacked the luster that I wanted out of it. So I think from then on, I just decided to be straightforward with our kids. But I think it's really cool. I love to watch the videos of the parents. Uh, having their kid open a present and they find out they're going to Disney like that minute. Like we're getting in the car now. We're going to Disney. So cool. This next uh, story that we found is called Pandora Exploration. So this woman named Catherine and her mom had taken a trip to Walt Disney World and spent their first day at Animal Kingdom. They saw this huge line. It was snaked around the Tree of Life and they were curious. They asked somebody in the line what the line was for and they told them that it was a select screening of Pandora. As they turned to leave, the lady stopped them and asked them to join them in their line. As it turned out, one of the ladies in the line was a cast member and the other two ladies with her were former cast members and they had extra guest passes, which is why they offered for them to join them. They were able to go into Pandora before it opened, ride Flight of Passage three times with no wait and explore the empty land. That's definitely some Disney magic. I'm sure you've heard us talk about it. I know Brad has talked about it. It's just, it's hard to describe. I know we tried to say it's like Pandora meets 
I've always described it as like Soren on steroids. Okay, yeah. And yeah, I would say that too. You're, it's a little more interactive than Soren is, if that's possible, but yes, it is. And so the fact that they got to ride that three times, but it was so innocent. They honestly did not know. I don't know if this was their first trip to Disney World ever. It doesn't say that. It just said that that was their first day in the parks. And then they chose to go to Animal Kingdom. And they just innocently walked up to this line and asked them what it was for. Because I'm sure they wanted to make sure that they did something fun. If there was a long line for it, that usually means something good is going to come at the end of the line. So, and kudos to those cast members for using that. They could have just said, ah, whatever. And they went ahead and let these ladies join them and probably made their whole trip. Yeah, you know, I bet some cast members live for those kind of moments to be able to do that. It's part of why they're a cast member. Some of them, I bet. I, I would love to do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wonder if they would let me be a guest cast member so I could give magic to people while I'm at Disney World. <laughs> you know, there are people I know um, that make buttons and they give them to people when they see them in the parks. Um, I read an article on this not too long ago, but if they see somebody and they feel like they need extra magic or they notice that it's their first trip, like they have a first trip button, they might give them a special button. Um, and I don't even know what all of them said, but I just thought it was cool that sometimes they just walk up to people and give them because they want to help share the magic. And I thought, what a cool idea to be able to do that. I know you have to be careful. You can't really give food or anything, but a, like a, a little button that you could put on. How cool. Really a special thing that you could add to somebody's visit. Yes, definitely. All right, next story is titled Dance, Dance the Day Away. And so this story again was shared by a family that attends the Disney parks regularly. And so they're a family that just loves to goof around. They'll sing and dance and they'll just have a fun time in general. This sounds like our family, but it's not. Yeah. And so this happened on a day where they were in Animal Kingdom. And so the family decided to just link arms and do the walk from the Wizard of Oz. So kind of, you know, you get this vision of them skipping down the yellow brick road. That's how I envision this. So they were doing this right there in Dino Land. So they said that they were all laughing and having a good time. And about that time, a cast member stopped them and offered to give them five free passes to any ride in the park. And so they were extremely surprised and grateful that the cast member had recognized their family's fun. And that's the kind of moments that just helps build the Disney magic and the Disney brand in the parks. That's a really cool story. I like that. I um, appreciate that the cast member noticed that about them. And I'm sure, as we've said before, the cast members get a lot of relentless behavior from people because a lot of times in the summer, especially, people get hot and sweaty and they're irritable and they take it out on the wrong person. Not that they should take it out on their family either, but sometimes the cast members are the brunt of it. And I am sure that they get excited when they see a family that's that happy to be there because some of them, it's been their life's dream to work at Disney World. And they're probably just looking for that opportunity to share the joy and share the magic. I, that's, what I, that's how I think I would be for sure. I don't know that it'll ever happen, but it's nice to dream about it. <laughs> I share the magic in my classroom right now. There you go. I think everybody knows that. My classroom's decorated in Disney. There was a substitute in our building the other day that was in my room. And she goes, so I'm going to guess that you like Disney World. <laughs> And I was like, I don't know how you could tell. And she goes, the bulletin boards, the little accents through the room. My kids' chairs even have Mickey heads with their names on them this year because of COVID. We have to make sure that they use the same desk and chair every day. They always use the same desk. 
but we have to make sure they use the same chair, even though it's sanitized each evening. It's just a safety feature to make sure. I feel like there's extra Disney magic this year. I think I'm doing that for myself as much as for them, just because when I come in every day and I'm greeted by Mickey heads and Mickey's faces and the characters, it just makes me smile. And that's what I told the lady. And she goes, it makes me smile. So if I'm ever having a bad day, I'm going to come to your room. Anyways, I'll just spread my magic here at school for right now. So that reminds me of Julie Andrews. Like I dubbed the honorary cast member in your classroom. There you go. You can be your you can be a cast member in your classroom. I feel like I do that anyway, or I try to with my kids, especially the ones that have never been there because I was that kid. I never went until I was an adult. And so I feel like this way I can share the magic. And then sometimes I'm lucky enough to plan a trip for students or former students or even colleagues. And because I know quite a bit about Disney from all of our trips, it makes it that much more fun to plan with them. So we have one more story before we close out today. And this one is called Exclusive Swimming Lessons with Crush from Finding Nemo. And when I first read that, I'm like, what? They like went swimming with Nemo? I was trying to figure this whole thing out. So it's a really cute story. There was a trip about a few years ago and a woman tells the story of a precocious six-year-old daughter who was getting a lot of special attention throughout the parks while her three-year-old brother kept getting overlooked. He was kind of a shy kid and he seemed to be fine with it for the most part. However, when they went to Turtle Talk with Crush in the Living Seas at Epcot, that was the thing that he really chose, which it sounds like their family like ours. We let our kids pick the things that they want and then we go from there. And I know my kids are adults now, but we still try to make sure that we do the special things that everybody wants to do. But the cast member chose the sister instead of this little boy who so badly wanted to go to this show. So as the show came to an end, the mom found her little boy on the floor, softly crying. And somebody asked the mom if he was okay. And she explained that he was disappointed because his sister had been getting so much attention throughout the whole park. And this was the one thing that he hoped he would be chosen for. So the cast member told the mom to kind of hang back in the room. And when everybody was gone, Crush came back on the screen and he spent a few minutes talking one-on-one with the little boy about what it was like to live in the sea. And he even gave him swimming lessons. So he didn't actually get in the water but he had one-on-one time with Crush. If you've not been in that show, it is amazing anyway, because I can see as a child, because I'm always like in awe of the show as an adult, so I can only imagine what a small child is feeling, and this kid was three. The turtle is comes onto the screen, but there's a camera where whoever the man is with the microphone behind the scenes is, they can see and hear whatever the other kids are saying. And he'll like call out, I want to talk to the boy with the red shell or something like that. And it could mean his red shirt or the turtle that has a blue top on his head or something like that. He means a hat or whatever. And so I can only imagine how excited this little boy was that not only did he get to talk to Crush one-on-one, but then the turtle was giving him swimming lessons. So when this was all over, the mom was so grateful and surprised that the cast at the show had gone out of their way to make her son feel valued by a character that he admired. Um, It doesn't say, I hope that she wrote into Disney and told them thank you for making that little boy's dream come true because that was the one thing that he really, really wanted. And so hopefully that will be something that lives in his mind. I mean, I remember things from when I was three. I know our kids don't, but I hope this is something for him that he can remember forever. And maybe when he gets older, he can take his kids there and take them to Turtle Talk with Crush. I don't know. There's that happily ever ending that you wanted, Vic. That's right. I love the happily ever after. And that's how we're going to end it today. So any final thoughts from you today? Just there's always good stories out there. 
take advantage of the fact when you're at Disney World, there were things we always see people getting engaged at Disney World, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. That is a, a great place to get engaged. I didn't get engaged there, but that doesn't make my engagement any less. But there was somebody that was doing a baby reveal. I, I knew about this story. It was one of our friends. They had the envelope with what it was, a boy or a girl. And they had, I guess, two outfits picked out or something in a stuffed animal. One, if it was a boy, one, if it was a girl, they gave it to the cast member. So she was going to be the only one to open it because they wanted to look inside the bag once they were with Mickey. They wanted Mickey to do the reveal. Like Mickey would pull out the clothes and the stuffed animal and then everybody would know it's a boy, it's a girl. And they had all intentions of paying for the stuff that they had. But when the cast member came back, they told them, this is on Mickey. And so then they went over to do the meet and greet. Obviously, this was before COVID. They went over to where Mickey was and Mickey pulled it out. They found out they were having a little boy and there was a, a baby Mickey in the bag and a blue outfit. And so I just thought that was a cool way to announce, you know, everybody does different ways. There's so many cool ways to announce you're having a baby, but including uh, Disney in that. And the cast members, of course, had a great time with that. And they had lots of pictures to share. I think they even had a video, if I remember right. And then another one was this family had been waiting and waiting and waiting to have kids. They couldn't. And... They became foster parents and they had these two little boys and they took them to Disney and that's how they found out that they their adoption was final. I think they had shirts or something that said, uh, surprise, the magic is you're adopted now or where you're going to be your parents or something to that effect. That was really, really cool. And I remembered one more story. Um, I was trying to think of all the stories that, that I had read that you didn't have on here already was a little girl who couldn't read she was so excited to go see Mickey and she had wore a shirt all day that said, I'm going to be a big sister. And so they made a big deal about it, took her to see Mickey. And then I guess it was pretty early in the day because I'm sure people will be walking up to her saying, congratulations, you're going to be a big sister. And the little girl will be like, what? What are they saying? But her shirt said, I'm going to be a big sister. I, I can't read this shirt and I'm going to be a big sister or something like that. And that's how they did the reveal to the family back at home. They put it up there. And and then we even had our friends, Kirsten and Devin, that that um, we helped book them their trip. She was my student teacher and Devin was one of my former students. And that's how they announced theirs. They took their picture in front of the castle with a little pair of Mickey shoes. So just take advantage of that. I know that Disney always makes every event special. You've had a couple birthdays there, at least. You know, I don't like a big deal about it, but yes, they'll always see your button and tell you happy birthday, you know. And the one restaurant we went gave you a bag full of candy and a big uh, bunch of balloons. Yes, which I was thrilled about, right? Well, we sent, I mean, you were gracious for the idea of it. They People don't have any way of knowing about people being afraid of balloons. So we couldn't take them on the plane anyway, so we let them drift to heaven. That's where they should be. <laughs> Do you think they don't pop when they're in heaven or something? Because I know that's what you're afraid of is the popping. They have an unending air supply. <laughs> All right, I'm going to close this out because I'm just being goofy now. So a few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or if you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, email Vicky at vicky.black. V-I-C-K-I-E dot black like the color at yourstorytravel.com or you can call her at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media accounts 
yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and Vicky's Instagram, yourstorytravel underscore Vicky Black. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. And as always, we'd like to thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, Brad, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Just keep swimming. Have a magical day, my friend.